What's up, all you freaks and geeks of the world? It's your fairy sex mother. I'm here with another episode for the Sexperience Podcast. As you can see by the title, you guys are missing something. As you can see by the title, this is talking about one of the biggest. Actually, it is the biggest one. And then everything else is subpar when it comes to it. But this is the biggest sexual organ that people tend to forget about. Everyone focuses on the penis and the vagina, the vulva, the clitoris, the asshole, the anal cavity, the mouth. Everybody focuses on everything else, but you guys are forgetting one crucial body part. Excuse me if I start hiccuping, because I have the hiccups, obviously. But you're forgetting one crucial body part, and that is the brain. And then you could be listening to this and being like, fairy, Selena, whatever the fuck you want to call me. How is the brain and sexual body part? How is it a sexual organ? We about to talk about that in this podcast. The brain is the largest, is the biggest sexual organ in your body. Now, some of you guys be listening like, I got a big dick. I got a fat pussy. I got a fat ass. That's cute. That's real cute. Congratulations to you. I'm happy that your body is able to be engorged in certain places that others wish they could have. You know, some people want a big dick, some people don't. Some people want a fat ass, some don't. Some want a fat vagina, some don't. There's nothing wrong with that. But the brain, the brain is the biggest sexual organ. Honestly, it's the, it's the sexual organ that you need to stimulate first before anything else. What the fuck are you talking about, Selena? Okay, let's just start with simple anatomy, basic anatomy. Basic anatomy is knowing that the brain is the powerhouse to all parts of the body. Without the brain, you are not a, without your brain, you are not able to properly function anything else in your body. Your brain sends if I'm not mistaken neurotransmitters, it sends waves, it sends energy, signals, what the hell ever to the rest of your body letting them know, letting your body know what it needs to do. If your um let's say for example, you gotta pee your brain your bladder is like oh i'm full your bladder tells the brain hey i'm full can you tell this bitch to get out her sleep to wake up and go piss before i release it while she's sleeping your stomach tells your brain hey i'm hungry can you tell this person to go get me some food before i start eating on our stomach acid and their stomach starts hurting. Even women before our cycles come on, or people with vulvas, let me say that, um, before our cycle comes on, our ovaries, uterus, and everything that counter that goes inside of us menstruating tells the brain, hey, I'm about to start acting real funny in this bitch. Can you let her know that um, it's about that time? Check that period calendar. So obviously the brain is the, again, the powerhouse to everything in the body even your heart even your heart everything in your body is powered by the brain the brain sends the signals and gives off the information like hey 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 they want to fuck so what does that have to do with sex i'll tell you how if you are not mentally there but physically you are you really don't want to have sex. And that sometimes that is the reason why sometimes when people have sex, it's not as enjoyable as it is in certain situations. For example, a lot of people, I don't have to do research on this because people talk about it on social media all the time. 
And I'm pretty sure you could agree with it. If you have ever been in a healthy relationship, no matter if the relationship ended on your terms, the other person's terms, y'all came to an agreement about it, however the hell the relationship ended. If you've ever been in a healthy relationship, that was some of the best sex you've ever had in your life. Now, I'm not going to sit here and cap to you. Have I had good sex other than with my boyfriend? Yes, I have. I've had very good sex. I've had great sex outside of my boyfriend. But if I had to compare the sex that I've had with my boyfriend compared to the sex that I've had with strangers or people who weren't as relevant in my life, I would pick sex with my boyfriend every single time. Why? It's not because of the fact of I've had sex with him the longest and he just knows how I like it. No, it's because of the emotional and mental connection that I have with him. And now this is not me saying that you need to have an emotional or mental connection with every single person you sleep with because there's going to be moments sometimes where it's like you just want to fuck because it's on your mind, which is okay. But if you are, the point is, if you are mentally not there, your body will never act the way that you would expect it to because mentally you're not there. You're, it's called an arousal non-concordance. And that's basically when one part of your body is like, hell yeah, I want it. I want to do it right now. It's my body and I'm horny now. But the other part of your body is just like, eh, keep that shit. Like when there is a disconnect like that inside of your body where one half is like, hell yeah, let's do it. But the other side is like, eh, I don't want it. When you have situations like that, that is when it becomes an issue or a problem. That's when um, lubrication is not as effective as you need it to be. You're not lubing up a lot. You're not as wet as you like to be. That's when you go flaccid. Sometimes you go flaccid in the middle of it and you're just like, oh no, it's nothing. I got a lot on my mind. Yeah, you got a lot on your mind. And instead of um, addressing your issues and facing them head on, Instead, what you're doing is trying to hide it with sex. Sex is not a getaway drug. Sex is not a act that you would like to use to cover your issues. Now, is sex a stress reliever? Is getting an orgasm like relieving you from some shit that's going on in your life, a headache or whatever the case may be? Definitely use an orgasm to relieve the stress, but never try to get an orgasm to hide the stress the body will not allow you to do that and it's going to reject it and it sometimes might even make you be like you know i don't even want this dick no more i don't want this pussy no more like i don't even want it no more like let's just sit here and lay down and go to sleep so let me give you a scenario let's say you and your partner one scenario you're having sex and while you're having sex your mind is everywhere else you're thinking of work school a homework assignment you have to complete you your mind is in a whole other place like you're not even focused on having sex even if you are thinking about somebody else and having sex with them your mind is not on that your mind is on everything else but sex and as you're having sex you get dry and your partner they keep spitting inside of your vagina or they keep they keep spitting at it putting on lube all this other kind of stuff now it's starting to feel frisky. It's starting to feel very a lot of friction. It's dry. It's not giving the satisfaction or the sensation that you usually get from sex. Now, why is that? Because your mind is not into it. You're not focused on having sex right now. Whatever, <coughs> excuse me, 
whatever happened to you that day or whatever is on your mind that time, that has become the thing that is more important than your orgasm. And when you run in situations like that, or when you catch yourself in moments like that, it becomes very hard. It becomes weird in a sense, if you must, if I must say, that your body is just like, oh, I'm rejecting this, even though you like to do it with this person. Why is that? It's because your mind is not into it. And if your mind is not into it, the body is not going to react the way that you want to. Now, let's just go ahead and put these facts out here real quick. As a woman, people with vulvas, as with someone with a vagina, you're going to be wet because of several reasons. Several. There are some people who do experience a lot of dry spells. But when people be like, oh, I'm, I naturally get wet. I got that wet wet. I got that good, good. Like all that shit. The body naturally does that. It's very natural. Honestly, it's, in, it's not natural if you don't have secretions sometimes just come out of you out of nowhere as a person with a vulva people with penises someone who has a penis there are cock dick whatever you want to call it there are moments where your dick is randomly going to get hard your dick could get hard by looking at a jar of mayonnaise does that mean mayonnaise turn you on no it doesn't mean that at all but what it does mean is just your body is working in its natural ways like it's functioning the way that it's supposed to now does that mean that you are broken there's something wrong with you or anything like that no but the body is made to do that so if you sit here and be like i've never had a moment like that but i understand what you're talking about blah 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 but i was still wet and i was still hard that's because your body is going to do that that's its job to do that but what makes it feel good what makes it go better than just being moist would you rather be moist or would you rather be a tsunami? Would you rather be wet or would you rather be the ocean? If you're just sitting there like, oh, the ocean is wet, but it's a, it's a larger puddle. Would you rather be a puddle or would you rather be a lake? Would you rather be a stream or would you rather be a river? I'm just saying like comparisons. Would you rather be a bay or would you rather be the specific ocean? I know I said specific. I'm being funny. It's Pacific. But as we're sitting here to talk about these things... There is huge differences between the two. And what could be the main thing that's stopping you, that's holding you back, that's pressing, that's pushing the brakes on you catching that orgasm or you being aroused or you being excited or you enjoying your sex because it could be where you are mentally. Another example, let's say you and your partner are kissing and you're trying to get up. I'm going to use this for people with penises. You and your partner, y'all are kissing, y'all are touching on each other. And usually when this happens, your dick gets so hard. Like, I mean, rock hard, real solid. And as they're kissing on you and you're touching on their chest or their breasts or their ass, it gets harder and harder and harder and harder and harder. Usually. Now, this time, that's not happening. They're doing everything that you usually like and all this other kind of stuff. They're kissing all on your neck, tongue, everything. French kiss, pecs, whispering in your ear, sweet nothings. Ooh, daddy, your dick feels so good in my hands. All that other kind of stuff. Sexy. But your body is not reacting the way that you want to because in your mind, you had a bad day at work. Or you have a guilty conscience and you're trying to mask it, but it's not working out whatever the fuck is going on in your mind and now your body's not reacting the same. So 
So what ends up happening? Your partner just gets upset. You usually like it when I do this for you. Blah, blah, blah. Why you did not get in hard now? You're cheating on me. You, like all these other assumptions end up coming up. And it's because now, should your partner make assumptions? Fuck no. Don't assume I'm cheating just because my body is not reacting the way that it usually does when we're in this kind of situation. But you, as the person who usually does get erect or aroused when things like this happen, should communicate with them what's going on. Hey, I'm not in the mood today. I had a really, really bad day and I have a lot on my uh, my mind. Baby, let's talk about it. Let me tell you, there's been so many times, because of course, anything that I give you guys, most of the time, 99% of the time, I can personally relate to it. There's been so many times where me and my partner have wanted to uh, step that boundary or like just have sex with each other and the whole foreplay aspect and everything, but it gets halted and it stops because I might've had a a bad day at work or he's tired and he had a bad day at work or he's annoyed or he's stressed out or he's not really in the mood and blah, 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 blah. It's okay. If his mind is not into it, then I know my I know the sex is not going to be as great as I would like for it to be. And honestly, even though it's like, yeah, this is my partner, who the fuck cares if it's not that good as long as I catch mine? And kind of selfish to think. Because even though you might try to get yours, there's no telling what will happen in the bedroom because they are not mentally there. Your mind has to be stimulated so that way the body can follow. If your mind is not in the mood for it, your body will not react. And honestly, the same thing, vice versa. Because mentally, you could be there. Mentally, you're like, oh yeah, I want to fuck the shit out of you. Yeah, I want to eat the hell out of your cat. Yeah, I want to eat that ass. Yeah, fuck you from the back. I want to do all that nasty stuff. But then as soon as the moment comes and now... You're not lubricated the way that you need to be. No matter how much spit or lube you use, your vagina just soaks it all up and then it's just like nothing else is coming back out. Your partner is doing everything under the sun, putting the dick all the way down your throat, um, licking all your different spots, kissing you in the right places, whispering in your ear, telling you all the things that you like to hear and all this other kind of stuff, and yet you're still not getting hard. You like the way that it sounds. Your mind is like, oh yeah, tell me more. <laughs> but your body is like, eh, back the fuck up back up back up they have to be with each other the mind has to work and work in this in parallel with the body if the mind and the body are going in two separate directions two separate ways they have two separate ways of thinking and processing things and all this other kind of stuff it's not going to work out a joke that a lot of men like to make or people with penises like to make is that um, my dick has a mind of its own. Now, while some people will sit there and be like, that's not true. Penises don't have a brain. I mean, they do. Penises do have a mind of their own. Vaginas do too. The only difference is with a penis and a vagina, of course, is when a penis is erect and when a penis is happy, when they're stimulated, you see that rock hard print in their pants. Whether it's gray, whether it's gray sweatpants, camouflage, black jeans, slacks, khakis, like it doesn't matter what kind of bottoms men wear. You see that dick print. You seeth that dick print. 
So because that dick print is so prominent and it's making that it's making its face, it's like, hey bitch, I'm here. Good morning. I'm Dick. How are you? His name may be Junior, but I am Junior's Junior. Hello, good morning. How art thou beest? Have a great day. This is me, and I'm here, and I'm happy. Penises will do that. That is their own mind. That is their way of thinking. That's just how they feel, and they will do that at the most random moments. But guess what? Vaginas do it, too. There are moments where women, they get aroused. Their clitoris becomes erect. Even in times where our vaginas get so, so wet, and we're sitting there, and we're moving, like, left and right, or we're just... Moving our underwear out the way. Vaginas have a mind of their own as well. But that's still leading to the point. Because the vagina, the vulva, has its own mind. If the vulva and the brain are not sitting there having a conversation, being like, hey, bitch, look. He look good. I know, right? Like, I think I want to fuck him. Do you think or do you actually want to? You know what? I want to. Me too. I was thinking the same thing. So how are we going to do this? I think, you know what? Let me start off by talking and then once he pulls our panties down we're gonna put this pussy on him okay okay that's how your vagina your vulva and your brain should be having a conversation they should be sitting there in agreement with each other if your brain is sitting there saying if the conversation is like this vagina starts off oh girl i want to fuck him brain mm, i'm not really in the mood like girl we had a bad day today we have all this shit to do we got work to focus on yeah but i mean bitch I'm salivating. I want to fuck him. But, bitch, we got a lot of shit to do today. But, bitch, I want to fuck. If your body is having that disconnect with each other, and that's not just for vaginas. I'm just saying that because that's the conversations that I have with myself, to be honest. My vagina and my brain have conversations all the time. Really, it's my vagina, my heart, and my brain. But right now, my heart is not in this equation. It's just the brain and the vagina. They have that conversation with each other all the time before I have sex, before I even want to have sex. Like anytime the idea of sex is involved, that's the conversation that they're having with each other. The same thing should happen whether you're a person with a penis, a vulva, or both. It does not matter. Any reproductive organs that you have, they need to all have a conversation with each other. And also sit there and come to an agreement on what is the best thing to do for you and your body. Because sometimes, excuse me, you guys fight internal battles trying to find that something to get you off. When sometimes it's you blocking your own blessings. And a way to work on arousal non-concordance or making sure your brain is in parallel is parallel with your body it's just sit down and understand yourself and have a conversation and be realistic with yourself if anybody else is gonna keep it if nobody else keeps it real with you you keep it real with yourself you know damn well you haven't been to the doctor in like four years and you've been having issues down there so it wouldn't be smart for you to have sex unprotected it just wouldn't be And you know that it wouldn't be smart for you to do it, but you still want to do it. So now your body is starting to reject you and act in a way that's not healthy because you're making terrible decisions. And your brain knows it, but you don't want to admit it. You know damn well you have not taken a shower since the last time y'all had, since y'all had sex last night. And because of that, if neither one of you have taken a shower, 
and you still have each other's secretions on your body, juices still in the same area and nothing else has changed, you know you should get in the shower first and take care of that before you have sex. You know you should. But yet you don't want to do it because why? Let's switch the positions. Mentally, you want it and you want it so bad, but your body is not reproducing it the way that it wants to. Your body is tired. You know your body is tired. So why put yourself in a position to force something that is not going to happen the way that you would like because the body is tired? You have to make sure that both parts, your reproductive organs and the brain are in are parallel with I always want to say in I want to say in cahoots with each other but another thing make sure they are parallel to each other if they're not parallel to each other they're not parallel one another if they don't have the same goals or anything like that the body will not react the way that you want it to You have to make sure that every, not everything, because there's always going to be that one small thing that may not happen the way that you want it to. There's always going to be a situation where you might find yourself in a position or a predicament where it's like, damn, I wish I could have changed that. But the foundation of it all is my brain wanted it and so did my body. If those two people or those two things, items, whatever the fuck, I call them my bitches because they are. If my two bitches can get along with each other then I always have a great orgasm and then for me the reason why I catch a lot of orgasms during sex not because of the fact that I know my body but I also know that whenever I do have sex and I want to do it it's because I want to do it not because my partner's fulfillment is enjoyable because even though I do find pleasure and enjoyment in watching him ejaculate and all this other kind of stuff I also find pleasure and enjoyment catching my getting myself off And if I can do it for myself, then I know that I can reproduce that same energy onto my partner. So that's just something that you guys should think about. If you ever find yourself in a predicament where it's like, for some odd reason, sex was not as great as it usually is. Before you come to your partner and be like, you did this, you did that, you, 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 you. Before you start pointing fingers. Check yourself. Make sure your body is regular. Make sure your hormones are in check. And men, women are not the only ones who have irregular hormones. Sorry to break it to you. Y'all are just as emotional. Y'all have just been trained or slash conditioned to not discuss your emotions as much. But you guys are just as emotional as women. But check yourself first. Check your mental. Check your body. Make sure you are good because if you're not good mentally or physically, then you'll never figure out what it is that you need in order for you to catch that special something. Everybody deserves to have their erotic fantasies or desires fulfilled. Everybody. Certain ones that are legal. I'll say that. Everyone deserves to have their legal erotic fantasies and desires fulfilled. But what does it take to get there? And if you don't know what it takes to get there, then you should definitely, you know, book a session with me at fairyintimate.com. It's spelled F-A-I-R-Y-I-N-T-I-M-A-T-E.com. You know, book a session with me. I discuss all these things in a more in-depth, personal level. 
Everything is via Zoom. You know? I work with couples as well. I work with couples. I work with individuals. I do private parties. Like, you know, let's just have these sex conversations. And with you booking a session with me, I can make everything personal for you. We can talk about what you need to do yourself for your erotic fulfillment. Right now, I'm speaking in general because this is general information. But you, yourself, you, the individual, you could be a totally different person and want totally different things. So, you know, book a session with me. But I did hope you enjoyed this episode. And, you know, stick around for the rest of episodes. Again, I'll be posting content every Thursday. If I feel like it, I may post content at random times. Just because, but for the most part, I will be posting content every Thursday. Again, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I will see you on the next one. Bye.